Happy Friday, guys, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Dubs. I'm your host, Bill T. Three weeks left until one crazy weekend here in Las Vegas. If you haven't heard about it, I don't know where you've been, but every year in October, we do one crazy weekend here in Las Vegas. Tons of people are coming down. A lot of hotel rooms are booked, and I called the hotel, and we had them extend the room bookings out for one more week. You have one week left to get good room discounts on your rooms. Otherwise, the price goes sky high. That's the time everybody wants to be in Vegas, the beginning of October. You want to go to letstalkdubs.com. Click on the link on the main page that says One Crazy Weekend. That will take you to our Showtime page that talks about, it's got a link right on there to book your hotel room along with the room discount code. The room discount code is VWCJ22C. That's VWCJ22C. So make sure you guys get on there, book your rooms right now. A lot of the show's sponsors are going to be out there. We've got Ross Wolf will be out there. VW Trends will be out there. Um, Eric Arnold Photography is going to be out there selling some calendars. Uh, there's a couple more people going to be headed out there, but you guys make sure you get your rooms booked, get everything situated because we're three weeks away from the best time in your life that you're going to have in Las Vegas with your Volkswagen. So I've had some people ask me some questions about parking, parking. There's tons of parking at the Orleans. It's not like LA. They don't charge you for parking to bring your truck, trailer, your rig, your whole setup. They've got 24-hour security on the parking lot, so there's nothing to be worried about. Get down here to Vegas for the one crazy weekend and get ready for a great time. It's going to be off the chain. Tons of people will be here. Hopefully, possibly a couple maybe surprise people showing up with some uh, some cool cars. But there'll be cool cars on display inside the hotel and casino. Um, there's lots to do. If you haven't been to my Facebook page, we did a podcast last night on Facebook Live in regards to some of the details regarding One Crazy Weekend. But now's your chance to be part of the strip cruise where a mass of Volkswagens will be on the strip Friday night at 8 o'clock, bombing down the strip. Come back to the hotel for a meet, greet, and a hangout. Everybody's going to be kicking it over there in the parking lot, all secured for just Volkswagens. Saturday morning kicks off the car show. They'll be top 20 pick and one best of show in addition to that take that shuts down about one o'clock everybody gets to chill take it easy go in the hotel take a nap get a little gambling on do what you got to do then be back out in the parking lot at 5 30 to kick off our 6 p.m 5 30 to 6 p.m one crazy weekend poker run where i give away over two thousand dollars in cash tons of fun stuff bombing around the city of vegas collecting your poker cards whoever's at the best hand wins we've got first second and third place prizes where i give away greenbacks baby straight up cold hard cash so you want to make some cash come to vegas get a cheap room hang out with all your vw buddies it's going to be a time to remember and that's for sure so i'm excited to see it going we're gonna have a lot of show sponsors out there ross wolf's going to be out there vw trends will be out there eric arnold photography is going to be out there set up with a booth pick up some calendars support eric arnold he supports us so make sure you guys support him and what he does don't forget get your rig shined up and ready to roll down the vard cruising down las vegas boulevard in your volkswagen couldn't be a better time to be had so looking forward to seeing you guys out there on this week's podcast i've got tom kenny tom kenny is drag racer from up in crescent bay california he's also known for the kenny cafeteria that takes place at all the fast four cartel events solid dude his son-in-law devin is on the podcast with him we talk about their cars the setups a little bit of their vw history and what the fast four cartel means to them and all that good stuff so it's a great podcast this week so without any further ado guys let's get into it this week tom kenny and devin son-in-law drag racers at the flat four cartel on this week's let's talk dubs here's a volkswagen that's big enough the new vw fastback sedan the fastback also has the most powerful engine we've ever made it's air cooled 
you that's a little roomier in the inside. And in the back, where most cars have their trunks, we have a... Come into your Volkswagen dealer. He'll show you where the motor is. Okay, everybody, so on our, uh, on our continued quest for getting more interviews up here at the Fast 4 Cartel Blitz at the Beach number two on today's show, I've got Tom Kinney, drag racer out of Crescent City, California, and VW Collector, as well as his son-in-law, Devin Earhart. Welcome to the show, guys. All right, how's Thank it going? You. Thanks for having us. So I came out here to check out the races to see what's going on. Tom, you've been involved in this for, for quite a while. Um, typically... Where I start this in the beginning is, what's your VW story, and how did you get into Volkswagens? Well, I started when I was 14, back in Hawaii, and uh, just hanging around friends and tinkering with cars, and ended up uh, getting a Volkswagen myself. And from then on, I mean, it's just been my love, my passion. Now, you've been... uh, in the hobby for quite a while and and you've got over time you've uh, collected some a couple of cars out there Mm -hmm. what has been do you still have your first car your cars from hawaii no i don't is there any cars that you've owned that you're that you're searching for um no because the car that i have now actually was originally built to resemble a car that I had in Hawaii. What and car? And it used to be candy apple red. Now it's orange. Oh, and, and that was your car that you had back in Hawaii? Yeah, in the 80s. So you, you're you're an 80s VW guy. Yep. Come out here. What Now, of all the places to go, what brings you to Crescent City? So, well, Crescent City was a place that I ended up because I got promoted in sales. And then uh, I ended up working for a company. Long story short... Out of the blues, I told my wife, I said, hey, I'd like to open up a body shop. She'd be, she was right behind me and backed me and supported me. And uh, here we are today, 22 years later, you know. Nice. So it, it's just kind of been a dream. Now, how long have you been drag racing? Uh, probably since uh, 90, actively, probably since 95. 96. And what was the first car you drag racing? A uh, Super Beetle. A 74 Super Beetle. See, everybody did that when you pulled up the track. Like, oh, man, a Super Beetle. <laughs> you know, that's what I thought at first. But it was like a very, the car was a really nice built car. And, and uh, <clears throat> I mean, it was it was very easy to drive. And, and where, that's why I never changed. And where were you racing this car? Right here at Samoa. Really? Yeah. So you're one of the only, v- I mean, is there, is there a big VW So there was uh, a couple of Volkswagens here in Eureka. A um, couple of the guys that were kind of mentors in the Volkswagen world. Yeah. And uh, they, they raced here, and I kind of came along later on. And uh, by the time I started, they were kind of retired out of it. So I was the only Volkswagen down here. And the first car that you're running, how fast are you running? Uh, 1239. 1239 yeah in a super beetle yeah you don't see a lot of super beetles on the track no, it was 1239 here in met in crescent city and then in medford was 1257 and what's the elevation here you right at it's sea, sea level, level yeah so this, you're gonna cut your fastest it was the time fastest here. time here yeah. now you're running eighth or quarter here uh, i was running quarter mile at the time 
So yeah, quarter mile, yeah. twelve seconds. In twelve thirty nine at one oh nine. You still have that car? No, I don't. I I actually sold it to a guy out of Medford. And have you been drag racing consistently since then? So yeah. Mm-hmm. So nonstop been drag non-stop. racing. Nonstop. And now the car that you have here, the orange <clears throat> car, started out as a candy apple red ha- rag top. Now has that car been featured? I have seen that car somewhere before. <laughs> it's actually coming up in the next uh, issue. In the next, in the next few issues of Hot VWs. Yes. Be let be on the lookout for the orange car because that's a and really the purple car, really good looking car, and the purple car, mm-hmm. which is the car that belongs to Devin, right? Yes, sir. Now, Devin, how long have you been racing? Hmm. I'd say probably around six years, right around there. Always in a Volkswagen. Always in a Volkswagen. And what's the first car you had on the track? I think it was Tom's 55 Oval. It was the first car we ever went drag racing with. Oh, really? Yep. So, obviously, as the son-in-law, you were like, hey, you should race that car. If you need me to drive, I can drive. Is that kind of how that went down? <laughs> no. So, in the body shop world, we fix Volkswagens. So, we restore Volkswagens. And then, just out of the blue, one of our friends from Medford, John Morris, he's like, hey, you guys should come drag racing. I'm like, well, I don't even have a car. And Tom's like, if you want to go, I got a helmet. I have a car. Let's just let's just go up there and play for the weekend. So I said, all right. So we went up there. You know, everybody's first hit off the line doesn't go so great. <laughs> I mean, that's just the with the human nature. Right. Well, after this first hit, I did it one more time. Hooked ever since. And now, what were you running up in Medford? <sighs> I think it was like 14. 1455 or something. And what's the setup in the oval? Uh, 23, uh, 2276 with 48 IDAs. 48 IDAs. Cam? Oh, yeah. It's it's a Gary Berg motor. Oh, really? So the, the car can actually do 12s, but, I mean, that was his first time out. Sure. Correct. So. Now, have you finessed that car? What's the fastest you've driven that car? I think I finally got that car probably when we went to Coos Bay for Bikes and Bugs. I think I got it into like 1335s or somewhere in there. Now, how long have you been a son-in-law? Uh, so together we've been married five years, but together almost 10. So as soon as you saw the Volkswagens and the fast cars, you're like, yeah, hey, I wouldn't mind driving that. <laughs> no, that's not. Like, how, does, how does that come around? That's a, I mean, <laughs> it's one thing It's one thing to, to marry a man's daughter. It's a whole other thing to drive his car. Yeah, I mean, you have to work into it, okay? Right. You know, I mean, I put, I put probably five years of work before we actually went, you know, drag racing. He'd go drag racing on the weekends. I'd stay back. I'd stay work. Now, Pretty how, much. How does it feel to see your car go down a track with somebody else driving it? Good. Yeah. Yeah. You love seeing him experience the drag racing. I just wanted to see him enjoy it, and and hopefully yeah. he would take a liking to it. Why? Yeah. Because I was the only guy, and the sad part is. When I would be the only guy racing, I would bring my whole family with me, and they'd be like, oh, Dad, you lost. Let's load up here. They would help me load it up in the trailer so they could go to the mall. Can we go home now? Yeah, no, they wouldn't want to go to the mall so they could go shopping. And now you guys have, so now you guys come out with two cars. Correct. And my daughter also has a new car as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Is, she's in the powder pops. So. so now we got the whole family out here racing. That's so all we do. That's one thing, right? Get everybody hooked, and then yep. nobody's trying to leave. Right? Exactly. Now the car, the, the orange car that you have. What's the build on that car? What's so the... both cars are identical. 
Really? Yeah. Yes. Both cars are built identical. And who built the cars? Ron Loomis. So Ron Loomis com- did the complete chassis Ron the Loomis did the chassis. Rancho Transmission did the transmissions. Pat Downs from Pat Downs Performance did the motors. Yeah. So, and then we also have Joe Koenig as our tuner. Okay, so Joe does some of the so dialing on Joe the Joe does the tuning. Correct. Pat does the motors. Ron yeah. takes care of pretty much the chassis. And then he kind of is overseeing our whole project. Correct. Now, so both cars <clears throat> are built identical? identical. Yes. Motors? They're just, one's a 61, one's a 56. And yeah. what's what's the motor in the cars? So it's a 2275. It's right. built by Pat Downs Performance. Um, you know, just pure average stuff. What are the dyno numbers on the... Are the motors dyno so, pretty close? About 14 pounds on the dyno. I mean, we went to a dyno session down here. Right around 14 pounds, I made like 335 horse. At the wheels. At the wheels. That's a little different than driving that oval? Not really. I mean, you know, as soon as... Because this isn't our first setup in the car. Right. You know, after that oval, you know, you get into a different oval, they feel the same. The only thing that's different is, you know, you put a cage around you, you put a seat. Was the first car boosted? No. So it's got to be a bit of a difference from driving the oval... Well, to drive it now, the turbo. Oh yeah, I mean it's yes, it's sure. it's, oh, yeah. it's definitely a little bit different, but I mean the cars feel exactly the same. They feel they both feel solid to the ground. So I mean the only thing that's different is the power. So the oval's a track prep car, like it's it's built to it, race. It had everything, yeah. Oh really? So it's Ron Loomis like geared like it's a chassis car. It had, it, no, it's not a chassis. None of these cars are chassis cars. These are actually street cars. Oh really? We yep. drive them on the street. So they're just tied in. You've got the roll cage and stuff tied into the right, frame horns and right. all that yep, stuff. Yep, correct. They're full pan cars. They're yep. pan cars. Full they're pan street cars. cars. They still have alternators on them. So. You can just talk. I can edit it out. Can I have your phone so I can... Can you, oh, can you have my phone? Did, you, did anybody else? Did anyone else? I, I, heard, I mean, I see Anybody else understand what he was doing with this? This is phone for everyone who doesn't speak English. This is phone. Give me your phone. This phone? There you go, buddy. Look, now Tom's getting a call. All right, so now, so now we got that out of the way. Let me mark my 10-minute, 22-second mark that i got to go back and edit out because of George. I'll just put it here. George at 1022. <laughs> All right. So now you guys have been drag racing mostly Fast 4 Cartel stuff over yes, the past correct. few years. Yes. Now, we had the guys from Fast 4 Cartel on here, and they talked about the, the Kinney Cafeteria, right? Mm-hmm. How did you get into doing that to support this group, and, and where does all that come in? I mean, actually, it all started from my wife. Yeah, you know, my wife. My wife likes to cook. My wife likes to bake, and uh, so we started sharing food with everybody, and and it just grew. And and now I have friends that come up, and I mean, I got a buddy John that that tomorrow he's going to be doing our pig. He's yeah. going to be doing a you know a full pig, and and I mean, it's just. People just, I mean, they enjoy our, I guess they enjoy our cooking. 
Yeah. So. Now, now you've been so you've been drag racing for quite a few years mm-hmm. in all the different sanctioned events. Mm-hmm. What to you makes the Flash Four Cartel event so so different? Is it just is it just out of convenience because it's close to where you live, or mm-hmm. is it? You know, it, it all started um, me just getting involved with the Fast Four Cartel. I mean, I met J.K. Created a relationship. I mean, I'm just so thankful for that today. It just it's life changing. Yeah, you know, and um, okay. we've 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 created a bond that that we we talk. I mean, it's kind of crazy to to listen to this, but if I told you, you'd be like, "Are you kidding me?" But I mean, him and I must talk every day, at least at least two three hours a day. Really? I mean, I'm. Uh, at least <laughs> i mean if i'm not on the phone he's calling me or i'm calling him hey sorry i'm a pest i know that's why we're friends it just it's it's it started out just very simple where hey can i help you and he's like hey man do whatever you can you know and i and then i said well you know maybe i can help you do this and then i you know then we started hey can we can we maybe cook and it just it just turned out to be a, a awesome thing, and you know the thing is that one one thing that I did notice when I started talking to him, it was about it was the same philosophy that I have in life. It's about family, mm-hmm. and so that's why we do things here as a family. If if it wasn't for my kids, my wife to be involved with this, I wouldn't be doing this. Right. Because we'd be doing something else that would incorporate the children. Sure. You know, and. Uh, that 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 is in my you know my my opinion is that's what i see when i hear the fast four cartel it's a family oriented business where you just don't show up and and start drag racing and it's just guys or it's just no. you know it's 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 guys with I their have, wives with their families i have noticed a lot of kids in the pits a lot of kids yeah. and then so. it's all about that because they're our future yeah yeah, no, there's there's no there's no question. I mean, that's if we can pass something on to bring our family into it, it just makes it that much more enjoyable. Right now, with you being recently married mm-hmm. and then being involved with this, how do you like that? At did you think before you got married you'd be drag racing with your with when you were younger? Do you think I'm gonna marry a girl and drag race with her dad? Oh, of course not. Right. I mean, I, mean, I worked for the business before we got married, so I mean, you know, the Volkswagen love and the family. I've already seen it. The cars, his race cars, all that, sat in the back room at the shop. And I always looked in there, I peeked in there, but, you know, I never asked. Because, you know, we had jobs to do. But it's just another day in the life where, you know, on the weekends, he'd go out. I'd stay back. I'd say, hey, how's the racing going on Monday? Well, I lost, but, I mean, it's always a good fun time. You know, it's just a, a good time every single time we go out. And that's how I got in eventually so were, have you are, are you a gearhead normally like outside of this you into cars or i mean when i grew up when I mean, we didn't grow up with a lot of a lot of things so basically what i would do was i started with like lawnmowers i'd tear them apart i'd put them back together and just random things like that i tried to make them go faster or do some some weird things to them just to make them to see if they would go faster then it just started from there from you know 10 years old and up then i got in with them and then it just 
started working on cars and eventually worked into Volkswagen, you know, get into drag cars and stuff like that. Now, the two cars that we talked about that both of you guys campaigned, both those cars. Now, those cars are as, as identical as possible, right? Correct. Identical. Yeah. And who's faster? Yeah. Everything on the inside is exactly the well, same. The thing is that my car is supposedly a little faster, he thinks. Uh-huh. But in reality, I think he kind of holds back some boost on my well, car. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Because he always says, well, because I weigh more. Well, I mean, who's, who's ran a 624 and I have not? So... It's there. It's just you got to hit that tree. Right, but ask him the question. Who won the last race when him and I were in the finals? I wasn't sleeping at the tree. Well, I was ordering in and out burgers is the problem. <laughs> you were getting ready to celebrate? You were planning the celebration beforehand. You got a little too excited. Uh... No, so now in the evolution of your car, what has been the process? Is this the first setup you've had on this car that's out here now? This setup right here is yeah. the is the new and improved turbo edition. So once we got in with Ron Loomis, we started to talk to him about, you know, turbos. He said, hey, just use my system. Do this, do that. And then after that, once it started to become a, just a bigger issue, then he says, well, how's about having, you know, Pat Downs, we have Pat Downs do the motors, and then we'll still continue with the chassis, and then we'll have Rancho do the transmissions. It kind of started to become something that he knew was going to be bigger in the long run. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, something what... that just too much for one guy to just self-manage. Sure, sure. And what's the difference in motor setups from the first motor setup that you have that you had to what you have now? Well, the first motor setup we had was trial and error. Right. So it was kind of like um, we got started, you know, with, you know, uh, a 2276, but it it wasn't, you know, it didn't have the proper setup. And, you know, that's when Ron stepped in to my program and said, hey, you know, I, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to be greedy. I know you're you're getting everything from me, but you know I really feel if you use my my turbo setup, it'll it'll up your game. And he was right. We changed. We we just made a change. We we went to his turbo system, and right out of the box, I mean, it was just like night and day difference. Yeah. What was the difference time wise? Oh, time wise, shoot, it went. It it probably went from a from a seven second run to to a six run you know a high six run correct wow. a, a second in the eighth mile oh yeah that's huge and that, that was just to start you know back in i'd say what 2019 october 2019 reading we ran i want to say the fastest pass in the cartel in in the light class would be i think it was at 685 mm-hmm. was the fastest. And just to come out this year or two years later to run a 624 in the class at 115 miles an hour on Ron's system. Yeah. I mean, there's really no tuning on these things. You set your fuel. You set your fuel pressure. You add 20 pounds of boost. I mean, that's that's only on 20 pounds of boost, guys. And it's running a 624. Yeah, that's nuts. And what, what that 
20 pounds of boost, are you running, is that water injected? or is No, just... that's straight C16 from VP. Really? So still gas. I mean, if we were running methanol or something like that. Right. You know, you're looking 590s, at least. Now, without giving away too many secrets, what's the setup? Like, what, what heads are you running on that There's thing? no secrets. Yeah? No, There's no I mean, secrets. There, so is everything off-the-shelf stuff? Yep, so it's a CB comp laminator head. You know, Pat Nouns goes through it goes through everything. They're a PSI spring, two hundred and forty pound on the lift. I mean, it's you know barrels, LA sleeves, GE pistons, Potter rods, scat 80, 82 millimeter crank. I mean, it's everything everybody can afford. Right. I mean, it's not secret. We're not going to keep any secrets from everybody. It's just you know you buy good parts, you get good in return. If you buy cheap parts and you break every time you go out racing that's your issue and if you buy once you cry once that's the way we've always looked at it as a family i mean if we're gonna do it let's do it right instead of chasing the bullet all the way around where it just doesn't work because i mean think about it if you buy an aa barrel and it cracks AA barrels are 450 bucks. where LA sleeve might be 1200 How many LA or AA barrels are you going to go through before you can afford an AA sleeve or a LA sleeve? Right. I mean, two cylinders. I mean, it might be every race you're torching a cylinder. Yeah. In a I turbo mean, car. In a, at least in a turbo car. And now, what's, what are you guys running for trans setup? So we're running a Rancho Transmission. What, what? 091 bus box. 091 bus box. Yeah, with got... 300M axles. Yeah, it's all face plated. Everything's. And they're four speeds. They're four, four speed, speed bus speeds, box. Yeah. And you're using a U joint setup? No. Nope. Uh, CB, oh, 930 CB, 930 CVs. The 930 CVs. Mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, now with both cars set up like that, how many passes do you have on both cars like this? Right now, we probably have. 25 plus at yeah least. maybe 25 25 plus passes yeah and you torn down the motors and gone through them or nope. not yet nope really not yet. i mean so maybe that maybe that gives some this some testament to the eighth mile running right where you're not just strangling the motor every time I mean, you go down we, we have done some quarter in medford you know we just we mainly take our time on the eighth mile just for the fast four cartel you know that's that's where everything revolves around for us, at so least. what's that car running the quarter? Quarter, I mean, sixty. Yeah, it should what? be a nine sixty, nine sixty, nine seventy, somewhere in there. Well, what's the fastest you've driven in the quarter? I've been nine eighty two. Nine eighty two? Yeah, that's got to be a handful. No, it's actually it's it drives stable. like a Cadillac. It's it's very easy. I mean, I can I drive this Cadillac? Yes, you can. <laughs> I mean, you can literally sit there one hand if you had a cup holder. You're going through the quarter, one hand on the steering wheel, and you give drinking your soda pop in the other hand while you're going down. It's just, it's like, drives like a Cadillac. Really? It's just super smooth. Hold on, I just, I just want to be clear, I understand this. You go nine seconds a quarter mile, and it's super smooth like that. Well, tomorrow, I mean, if we have time, we could take you down the eighth mile and see what you think. We have a passenger seat. We have passenger seats and seat belts. And seat belts, up to date, just need a helmet. I, just, I need you guys to take it easy on me. <laughs> I got a family to get home to, but uh, 
Yeah, no, I mean, that's pretty impressive. I mean, that's got to be something to say for the chassis that's built on it. I mean, it that, is. That and, car and hooks and goes dead straight, huh? I mean, once once Ron, once Ron set those chassis up, the cars, I mean, before, yeah. when I would drive the car, I would, I would have to literally drive the car. Correct. I mean, when we were in Reading the last time, I, I literally had to drive that car. Yeah, yeah. But now, I mean, it is like, I mean, I literally, I don't, by the time I realize, oops, and I go to grab my steering wheel, it's over. Really? It's like, what? It's, it's, it's crazy. So what's the plan in respect to the racing program you guys are doing? Just continue to keep doing that, or do you guys have a goal in mind of, of a time you'd like to hit? I mean, eventually, you know, at least in my eyes, I like to see these cars in the heavy class. You know, running 580s, 570s, where we can just have some, you know, more fun. You know, just keep going faster, see what the limitations are of these cars until we have to go to a big pro turbo car. For those that don't know the difference of a heavy car, what's the difference? So, heavy car is like a full chassis car. Uh You know, you're talking Mendiola transmissions, you know, big motors, fuel injection, you know, no after coolers or anything like that in this class, but, you know, you're... 2387s just big motors you know people that are running 560s you know that you know race Buggerama, race Irwindale race all the other other places you know you got to think about it. these things are still pan cars and they're running 620s in the eight and you guys think with with a different drivetrain you can get into the fives no same on. same drivetrain same everything you know 620s on 20 pounds of boost I think our limit safely would be like 35 pounds of boost. So that's probably another 100 to 120 horsepower. You know, if I can get a 560 on a 6-inch tire or a 580 on a 6-inch tire, that's moving. What's what, Who's running the fastest on a 6-inch tire now? It's Tom right here. I did. I 624. Set the at 624. That's the fastest on a 6-inch tire in yeah. the eighth. you got to also re- realize that was 4,500 feet elevation. Where was that? That was it. Is that Medford. Medford, Medford, Medford because of the heat. Feet? Wow. So and it was hot. I heard it. It was, it was 104 degrees outside when he ran that 624. At 4,500 feet. So corrected for altitude, what would that have run down here? So there. I have no idea. Corrected for altitude, that probably have been a five, 592 or somewhere, right around that. So the goal that you guys have in mind, it's in those cars. Yeah, because, I mean, you got to – it's it's close. But, I mean – you really have to hit that number to call it close. I mean, you can do correction all you want, but if I don't have a time slip that says 590, sure, it ain't good enough yet. Well, no, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You guys haven't hit that number down here. Not no. quite. The, Tomorrow's going to be the day. Tomorrow will be the day. Your Tomorrow's, tomorrow's going to be the day. Yeah, we we should be 60 to 590s, I hope, by the end of this weekend. And in your guys' experience driving a turbo car, what difference, what difference does the weather make? So weather makes everything. I mean, if it's too hot, it's it's hard. It starves the car. Um, I mean, it's kind of like looking at aspirated cars. You know, when I race David Stark in Medford, you know, his car normally runs, you know, at Reading or at sea level, probably 640s, 645, somewhere in there. You know, he was struggling too. You know, he was running 655 consistently all weekend in Medford. But that guy brings his game. He brings his game that guy, every that time. Guy, I don't care what anybody says about him. He, it, him and his crew 
are a professional crew. Every they, time. They're, they're, they're just gentlemen. Um, the thing is that he brings his game. Are these the guys that also run NHRA stuff? Yes. Correct. And what class they run in NHRA? I'm not, I'm sure. not sure. SSVX? So yeah. that's the same class as Ashland Shaketti runs? Yeah. Correct. I believe so. Yeah. Now, do you guys have any plans to run NHRA stuff? No, there's no class for us. Not yet. Not with a six inch tire. There's no class for us. Now, yeah. do they run a bigger tire than you guys? Yeah. Yeah, it's eight inch, eight, eight inch or eight and a half, something right. like that. <laughs> Hold oh, on sorry. the mic, yeah, because it's making a squeak coming through the. <laughs> but the one, the one thing, the one thing, you know, um, you know, when the Starks showed up, they came to race, and they always come to race. Every time. Unfortunately, that day it was just super hot. I mean, everybody was all over the place. And you know what? I mean, I'm thankful for David Stark because he 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 basically schooled Devin and Correct. taught Devin a lot. Oh really? Because oh, yeah. every for single sure. time they would they would we'd have our little fast four cartel races, they would they would pick each other. Oh really? Every and time. so it was. Is it this was, on the on the chip on the chip? Yeah. Draw? yeah chip so pool. the chip draw for the last I think it's either three or four races, first round. Was me and David Stark, and that's going to be pretty intimidating to you because this it guy's is. like a because like I mean a he pro runs racer, yeah right? he does pro racing I mean he runs probably every other weekend for all I know I mean I'm just a guy where you know when the fast four cartel shows up I just bring everything in and said hey I'm ready to race yeah you know I don't do a lot of testing I and mean, we drive them on the street once in a great while just to make sure keep the oil and everything running through them but but that's the difference between the starks i mean the yeah. starks They're, put a lot of effort and a lot of work into their program correct so you know every every win that they get they deserve every win sure because i mean if if you know if someone can put that much work and that much money and that much into their program they deserve everything that they get sure. oh of course you know? and they're just genuine people I mean, they are. They're good. They're they, good guys. They have no secrets. They'll tell you exactly what's in their car, how their car is set up, who built their car, what's in their motor. I mean, they're just like us. There's no secrets between because you know, like the fast four cartel stuff, we're family. Right. There's no secrets between anybody in the class. Well, everybody, how, how, everybody feels like they want to push each other to run a little bit yeah, faster. Exactly. Everybody, you know, we we ask, hey, what's going on? They just tell you what's up. And it's like, well, what are you running? I'm like, tell them what we run. There's just no. What I love about this organization is there's no secrets. I mean, I don't, I don't like going places where, hey, what do you got? Well, I can't tell you. Or right. they put a tarp over it, and you, so you can't see it. Yeah, it's not, not, definitely not a lot of that attitude going on where it's no. all oh, top secret stuff. Oh happening. no, no, they'll tell you. They'll walk you straight to their car and say, hey, this is what I got. This is what it makes on the dyno. This is what I run. So tomorrow we're hoping to see some runs coming in. Around where? I'd like to see some runs around the six, the, the, probably the low six twenties. Low six twenties. Yeah, and uh, I mean, if I do better, great. If you know, um, but ideally, if I can just beat what I beat, what I did last last race, I'll be happy. Yeah. You know, if I can just race and have fun, I'll be happy. So either way. So tomorrow we're looking for a good day on the track. Hopefully we get a six twenty or better. Yeah. Yep. It'll be a nice day. What time are we starting to run tomorrow? I think it's 1 o'clock. So, to, so tomorrow starts 1 p.m.? Yeah, I think 1 p.m. 
Yeah. All one, right. One o'clock. Well, I'm looking forward to it, and uh, obviously. The two of you are lucky enough to be out here with your wives, right? Yeah, yeah, so have course. to give them credit for being here as your support. Yes. You know? You know, our family is everything. I mean, you know, I I, I, I don't want to speak out of turn, but uh, Shin summed it up, man. And I talked to Shin tonight about it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's all in the Ohana. Yeah. And that means all in the family. Yeah. No, so, for sure, man. Oh, Listen, yeah, sure. you guys are doing it right. I mean, yeah. father and son-in-law. You know what I mean? It's like a that, that's that's a you're a trusting man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I well, mean, the thing is that it goes both ways, and, sure. and 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 you know the thing is that uh, I I I wouldn't have it any other way. I no. mean, I I can't if I told you right now that Devin from the time I painted the chassis with the cage. Just a bare chassis and a cage. He put both cars together in five and a half weeks. Both cars. Really? And yep. running. Wow. Yep. So that's putting the body back on the chassis. And body back on the, the chassis. That's, that's putting the front end, the transmission, the whole thing. Wow. Chassis, then, then turning around, putting the body on it. Then turning around, putting all the electronics in it. I mean, everything. He wired the cars too? Yep. Every single thing he did in five you and a half you know what? I think you should have him on the team. Yeah, I'm not going to yeah. fire him anytime soon. <laughs> no, I think that. I mean, I think that's great. I mean, to put that much time and effort into that, yeah. into the car. I mean, it's a huge sense of ownership that yeah. that you guys are in this thing together, and well, I think it's awesome to see. Yeah, it, and in the, in the beginning when we started the chassis builds, you know, from the beginning we said they need to be identical. So what they get? They got the same treatment. Front end's the same. Brakes are the same. I mean, from brake line to brake line are exactly the same length, the same amount of fittings, the same wiring. Not a lot of people can say every car is wired the same. From fuse to fuse, they're exactly the same. I got a sheet back on my toolbox at home when I built these cars where it says what fuse is what. So when I go, if we have a problem at the track, Kind of like, you know, after the Medford race where I was running into stuff, I just looked at his car. Everything's exactly the same, so his car runs good. There's a reason why mine shouldn't run good. So, what changed? There's always a step back to what you can look at. And that's the hardest part about most people's cars is they have nothing to to look at. No reference. No reference to go back to, to see what they need to fix. And what changed in between two races? Now, being racing for just a few years, five, six years now that you've been racing, mm-hmm. what is the biggest, what's, what was the biggest hurdle you had to overcome drag racing? You know, for me, when I first started out was learning the tree, you know. And what type of tree they run here at Medford, I mean at the. Uh, so when they were running sport. at Medford, they were running just a sportsman's tree. Which, I got too antsy. That's the six tenths, right? Yeah, and the, the six, lights on five tenths. Yeah, so it's a six tenths tree. So I got too antsy. You know, you're sitting there waiting for the light to drop. I didn't really like it. So even when I raced with like a fast four cartel, when I when I had to, when we sent our cards off to to get redone, run a six tenths tree. I just couldn't do it. I don't know what it is about a six tenths tree. I just Probably couldn't couldn't see the light. 
I'll pull a tongue. I could, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll pull a tongue. I couldn't see the light. Well, you said you were ordering some In-N-Out burger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the light class has always been my home. I mean, there's people that said I couldn't run in the class because I wasn't fast enough. But I, I proved them wrong. I mean, even in the beginning. I mean, granted, brand new car. You bring it out, you're going to have some issues. Sure. And then when they just frown down on you, say, oh, you're not fast enough. Guess what? Who's the fastest now? Yeah, you ended up dropping down a bracket. So what? So what do you think helps you get over that the most? I think the support from the family. Yeah. To be honest, you know everybody supports everybody here. You know, you know is it J.K. or you know Noob? You know when I beat David Stark, who was the first person to come up to me? Nuke. He yeah. says it took a while, but we finally got it done. Yeah. You finally beat him. I mean, when David Stark was winning three, four races back to back, somebody needed to stop it. <laughs> I mean, and, you know, I'm grateful. I've learned a lot over the years racing David Stark. You know, you never want a double bulb in an A car. Yeah. Especially on a turbo car when you know you have to get up. Now but, explain to our listeners double bulbing. Never so, a double bulb. So when you roll into the line after you do your burnout, you light your first bulb on the tree. You know, when you, sometimes you just get overexcited, kind of like how I was when I first got the car done, is you accidentally double bulb. So what it means is both bulbs are lit. So as soon as he rolls into the first bulb, he has seven seconds. And unfortunately, I lit the chip, which means I got on the two-step, and I held it for almost seven seconds before he rolled in. And he knew I messed up. So what happened? I built too much boost on the line. He left. I spun. I'm out. And in the light class, everything is about the tree. And so so some of our listeners that might be casually watching drag racing at home, when they part of the game is who, who lights last. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's kind of courtesy. You know, we kind of let the turbo guys... The turbo guys take a little bit longer to to get up. So, I mean, a courtesy sometimes is let the NA guys double bowl. And then we, we come in just to, so we can get up. Because, I mean, they get up in an instant and they're gone. I mean, if it's the other way around, we'd get our butt whipped every single time. So, it's kind of cur- – you're saying it's courtesy to let the NA guys double bowl first. Yep. And then you roll in as soon as you hit that ball. Both it's it's starting the timer. It, it all depends on who wants to play the game, right? I'll tell you right now, everybody in that class, me and Tom, are the only ones with coolers. We'll sit there for 20, 30 minutes if we have to. We know those NA guys won't. <laughs> They'll end up burning themselves down. Nice. And what about you in the in the new car and the new setup? What's I mean, obviously drag racing, you're constantly learning. What's the biggest thing that you've learned in running these new cars and their new setup? Don't order in and out burger. <laughs> That's a good move. Yeah, it cost you. It cost you dearly last time. It cost me. So we're gonna find out tomorrow how hungry how hungry you are when you're at the right. light. But uh, I appreciate you guys coming. On. I think it's awesome to see you guys out here. You know, I mean, you guys yeah. are basically validating to me this is a family event you know, oh, of with course both you guys racing yeah. plus your daughter racing as well in the powder puff class yes and uh seeing you guys go out as a family i mean i think that's that's pretty no, awesome and, it, and it, it really is i mean it 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 just and the thing is that 
with the fast four cartel everybody's attitude is is i mean is all family oriented it's yeah. it's 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 amazing i mean my daughter starts racing powder puff who walks up and offers her help and sits Maybe in the not. car with her is mm. Susie herbert oh yeah you know and it's like she just made my daughter enjoy the sport even more and, oh, of and course. it just made it just made everything so nice and that's the kind of that's the kind of camaraderie we have here and everybody you know as family is just they treat each other that way and it's so nice. It's just so nice. Yeah, when we come here, you know, it's it's kind of hard. You know, Tom and Sherry, they got the cooking going on. You know, and I have two cars to deal with. You know, for Susie, she takes time out of her way. Hey, can I teach Stacy how to drive the car? Because I'm like, it's it's kind of hard for me to deal with two cars at the same time, jumping back and forth, making sure everything's dialed in. Tom's, you know, he's meal prepping. You know, breakfast, lunch, dinner. You know, for 200, 250 people yeah. every single night. You know, it's kind of hard. So, you know, we thank Susie. We love Susie. <coughs> yeah. Her and Mike, they're just the greatest. They're family. You know, they're yeah. family. And that's yeah. that's why I love the Fast Four. Because if you just walk around here, nobody shoes you out of their camp. Right. Everybody welcomes you in. You know, they're. it's just Ohana. Everybody is Ohana here because when they just, you, they show up. It's hugs. How are you doing? How you been? It's, that's everybody here. Yeah. No, I think it's awesome, man. I'm, I'm excited to see you guys run tomorrow. I'm glad to get to see both of you. Thank you, you very got, much. Got some super nice cars out here. Thank you. And Thank uh, you. I would definitely love to uh, see what happens tomorrow. See you. Good luck. We'll hope you, uh, we'll hope you get better than a, uh, a 620 or better tomorrow. Well, we appreciate it. We appreciate it. it. All right, yeah. guys. I appreciate it. Thank you very it. much for your time. Thanks for coming on the show. Yep, thank you. Thank you for having us. If you like that podcast, make sure you share our podcast with a friend. We love when you share the podcast. If you want a shot on the podcast, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or any of the platforms that you stream us on. If you have any questions you want answered, email me at bill at letstalkdubs.com. Stay tuned for more great podcasts coming your way in the next couple of weeks, guys. We've got a lot in the reserve banks, and there's tons of cool stuff coming up, so I'm excited to get it to you. Support our sponsors, VW Trends and Ross Wolf. And if you want to support the podcast directly, go to letstalkdubs.com and pick up some merch. Well, until next week, guys, later. Here's a Volkswagen that's big enough. The new VW Fastback Sedan. The Fastback also has the most powerful engine we've ever made. It's air-cooled. Since we made a VW that's a little roomier in the inside, and in the back, where most cars have their trunks, we have a... Come into your Volkswagen dealer. He'll show you where the motor is.